Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. I'm Millette Jones, and every weekday I chat with today's most successful coaches, and we learn their secrets to building a thriving coaching business. Are you ready to be unstoppable? Let's go. Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast, where inspiration and action come together. Today, we're talking with Dan Locke, who works exclusively with business coaches, consultants, executive coaches, and other service professionals who want a more sustainable, leveraged lifestyle and business through high-ticket programs and equity income. Dan, also known as the king of high-ticket sales, is one of the highest-paid and most in-demand consultants in the luxury and high-ticket space. He's the creator of High Tickets Millions Methodology, the world's most advanced system for getting high-end clients and commanding high fees with no resistance. He's a keynote speaker, business consultant, two-time TEDx opening speaker, an international best-selling author of over 12 books, and the host of the Shoulders of Titans podcast. Welcome, Dan. I'm so happy that you could be with us today. Hey, Millette. Uh, thank you for having me, and let's let's get unstoppable. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> now, before we jump into more about your business, I would love to know a little bit more about who you are and what you like to do when you're not working. Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, I would say I, of course, with, when I'm not working, I like to spend time with, with my family, with my wife, Jenny. Uh, we... Uh, I'm so grateful. You know, there's a saying behind every successful man is a smarter woman. Uh, <laughs> in, in my case, it's very, very true because I will not be where I am without, without my wife. And so we, I'm fortunate that we work together. We kind of, we travel together. So she's not just, you know, just my wife, but she's my best friend and my, my partner. So we like to travel a lot. Uh, we travel three, four times a year. Uh, this year we're going to uh, Japan, Taiwan to see my mom, uh, probably also to Mexico with some of my students as well. And in my spare time, I'm actually a martial artist. So, uh, I actually practice in martial art and, and, and Chinese martial art and things like that. And, you know, in my spare time, skiing in Vancouver, uh, movies, just like most people. Uh, just spend time with my family for sure. Awesome. Well, you know, we all love to be inspired by people's journey. So the first part of our conversation is going to focus on your journey. Hmm. How long have you been coaching and what, what led you to get into that? Oh, that's a good question. I actually got into it by accident. I, I never thought of myself as a coach, uh, because I, I mean, I was born in Hong Kong and I immigrated to Canada years ago when I was 14 years old, uh, with no money, no connections and, and not a word of English language on my lips. And my mom and dad got divorced when I was 16 years old. So, uh, and unfortunately after, shortly after that, uh, that my dad went bankrupt. Uh, in Hong Kong when I was 17 years old. So as the only child in my family, uh, I got into business because I wanted to provide for my mom. So I started my first business at a very young age. And of course, through that, there was a lot of different, you know, I made a lot of mistakes, a lot of failures. And until I found my first mentor, which name is Alan Jacks. And Alan is the one that kind of took me under his wing uh, and kind of kind of teach me about business and how marketing works. And through all that period of time, I mean, just like most people, I've read a lot of books. I've read probably How to Win Friends and Influence People 10 times. 
uh, problem is I couldn't couldn't influence my friends to loan me more money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've read Think and Grow Rich, you know, back and forth many, many, many times. Uh, there was a lot of thinking, not much riching. And so I've gone through personal development seminars and training and all of that stuff and just want to learn about like business and how it works. And that may not be the answer for everybody, but the answer for me was I found my first mentor, Alan, and he taught me marketing business and how it works. And I worked for him for next to nothing for one year. Uh, and at the time he runs one of the most successful financial seminar company in, uh, in Canada. And after that, in one year, I kind of started my own one man advertising agency as a copywriter. And for our listeners who is listening, copywriter means like I was, people would pay me and I would write their, you know, the sales page, the landing page and sales letter. And back then we're talking about direct mail, if you mm-hmm. remember those. Oh yeah. Pay paper, you know, paper and just ink. And so from that on, I found out that when people hire me for copywriting to, to write any kind of marketing pieces, obviously they also want some marketing advice. And say, how are you going to use the pieces? When are you going to mail? And what about how that ties in with the offer? So I accidentally just kind of got pushed into consulting. So I've been doing that for more than now 13 years. Well, I can't believe I just said that 13 years now. <laughs> um, so I've been doing it for a long, long time. And at the time I was only in my early twenties, 20, about 22 years old, something like that, 22, 23. But I was already writing copy and doing consulting for people. And back then, I was making about about 10k a month or so as a as a copywriter slash marketing consultant. Now I don't know like for other people, but back then for you know maybe not be a lot of money for others, but back then for me that felt like a million dollars. You can imagine, right? Of course. Uh, uh, and uh, I was taking care of my mom. I was you know paying off a lot of some of my debt from all the business failures I had in the past. So uh, that's how I got into it, really. Awesome. Well, yeah, I think that a lot of coaches really look at that, that first five figure month, you know, mm. that, that's a big milestone for a lot of, a lot 100%, of people. 100%. And because on average, I think it's by uh, research shows, I think it's been bought by IAC or ICF, the average coach makes like, I think $20,000 a year. If you think about it, that's, it's sad because they have a passion. They, they want to help other people yet. They couldn't do coaching full time. They usually, a lot of coaches, they, they do coaching part time and then they, you know, they have the full time job. Not that they don't want to do it full time, but they cannot make a living doing it full time. Right. Exactly. And, you know, that's, that's part of it is when you're just getting started and you're building that business, you have a lot of those ups and downs. Mm, yes. So. Can you tell us about one of your biggest disappointments or, or just a low point when you were getting started? I would say even back then when I was trying to get business, I didn't know anything about understand like the coaching business. Um, unlike now, there's a lot more resources people could go to. Back then, I was just trying to kind of figure this like coaching business out. And I talked to other uh, people who are very successful coaches and consultants, and they all say the same thing to me. You know what they say? They say, you kind of got to, you know, work with, you know, do a lot of free, free coaching sessions. Right. Uh, you work with a lot of people and, and then you don't get pay. And when you do it for a number of years, kind of pay your dudes. And then eventually you're going to get some case studies and some client testimonials, maybe some referrals. Then eventually you can charge a little bit of money. And then after like 10 years, then you can make, you know, whatever money that you want. Right. Now, I don't know about you, but 
That plan kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a long time, isn't it? <laughs> uh, that's a long time. So I kind of went against, and I was trying to. Uh, oh my god, how, how stupid I was! I was. I would open the yellow pages, and I would cold call these all these businesses and say, "Hey, do you need marketing? You know, consultation? Do you need some new sales copy written?" And and I call hundreds and hundreds of people. Now, of course, you can imagine I get rejection after rejection after rejection. Again, I mean, this is this, this doesn't work. So, and I hated that process. I absolutely hated it. So, I asked myself the question: What do I need to do? And here's a powerful question that you can ask yourself: What do you have to do, and who do you have to be in you know, so that I don't have to do that anymore? That I don't have to do prospecting because coaching is an interesting thing. Unlike other services such as even financial planning or real estate, other services. They are much more tangible, right? You're the middle mm-hmm. person. You do something. You sell something. You get a commission. We get that. But coaching, it's it's a different thing because it's intangible. It is something that the client doesn't get the benefit until they've committed. Yes. So it's it's an invisible thing. It's 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 people don't quite get it, and that's why it's very important to know how to articulate what you do. And so then I was like, this doesn't work. So. I was looking at other people who are successful back then copywriter and I didn't follow the traditional path. And so what I did is I actually interviewed kind of like what you're doing now. I, but back then it was cassette tapes, cassette tapes here. Okay. <laughs> Not podcast, actual cassette tapes. So I interview a lot of top earning copywriters and marketing people out there and I put together a program and I put together a program with cassette tapes with like 19 of them. Um, and I called it the million dollar marketing secrets program, something like that. And I put it together, but I didn't, and I put a price tag on it for like $797 back then. Okay. 800 bucks. Now, here's the thing. I didn't sing, I didn't sell a single copy of it. Uh oh. I put it on a website, but I, it wasn't meant for sale. I used that as my business card. Oh, okay. Whenever I meet prospective client, I would show them a package like this. Look, I've all, I've interviewed all these people. And of course, I've also hired a friend to interview me and put myself in there. I'm one of the, one of the experts. Of and I course. Said, you know, these people, they all charge ten to $15,000 to do your marketing. I only charge five. I only charge three. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that got me clients, right? Um, and soon after that, I also wrote a book very quickly, um, called Quick Turn Marketing. Um, please don't ask me what that means. I just, I was, <laughs> I was young. I was naive. I just came up with a name. <laughs> it was my company name. And, and I thought at the time, you know, it's something like marketing, quick term marketing, something that could quickly help you, you know, turn around your company yeah. and stuff like that. That's kind of the idea. And again, it was, uh, if you can find it anywhere, by the way, if, if for our listeners, if you find it anywhere, let me know. I'll buy it back from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want it out there. It, it's so oh, no. horrible. It's so bad. It's so many grammatical errors. It, it's like I'm ashamed of that book. But I did my first book. Yeah. It was self-published. I got the color wrong. The layout was wrong. I mean, the whole thing was a disaster. But I got it out there. Uh, and also, that became my business card. I remember I was traveling to Chicago one time. And I was just sitting in, 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 in uh, on a plane and there was a gentleman uh, uh, sitting next to me and we were just talking, you know, chit chatting what he does and what I do. And, and it's like, and that sounds interesting. And he's a business owner. And, and he's afterwards, I was just asking him questions, trying to be helpful at value. And he was like, Oh, that's, that sounds great, Dan. You know, do you have a business card? I said, Yeah, you know, I, I don't have a business card, but you know, here's what I have. I pull from my briefcase uh, a copy of my book. 
crypto marketing. I gave him a copy. I said, you got a book? And I said, yeah, yes. Oh, he's so early. You got, you're so young. You know, you got a book. I said, I do. And he looked at the book and, you know, before the plane landed, he wrote me a check for $10,000. Oh my. For a three month, uh, consulting gig. And awesome. Some copywriting work. I'm like, this is amazing. So that's how I got into it. So from early on, I've always done things differently than most that what other coaches and consultants are doing. I don't do any of it. Uh, and I think that's kind of part of my, I don't want to know, I don't want to call it a secret success, but that's, that's definitely the path that I follow that I don't do what other people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you do what other people do, you get similar results. And most of the time, um, they don't, they're not getting a whole lot of results. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Now, you know, you're talking about just, you know, getting something out there. Maybe, you know, you look back on, on what you put out and it wasn't the best, but you at least got something going. And, you know, one thing that I hear a lot of people talk about is kind of joking, jokingly saying, you know, oh, it only took me five years to become an overnight success. Correct. You know, meaning there's so much action that has to take place, so much work that people do. And then maybe it looks like it was an overnight success, but they've put in a lot of work at the beginning. Mm. So can you tell us about maybe something that was a tipping point or where you felt like you were finally starting to gain the momentum? Mm. I think, let me just say this. I think the coaching, the coaching business can be one of the best business in the world um, if you do it right. Because you get to make an impact in other people's lives. Because unlike, again, other services, let's say financial planning or real estate, you sell something and make commission. What we do is transformational. Because that's the value we deliver. We can actually impact and transform someone's life. And that's very, very powerful work. And you can get to work with people you, you want to work with. You can travel. You can meet interesting people. You can work from home. I, I think it could be one of the best businesses in the world. And I have had a lot of different businesses. I still do. But coaching is the one that gives me the most amount of joy, not just income, but also lifestyle. But also coaching could be one of the worst business in the world if you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because you could be trapped in the uh, trading hours for dollars. You could be trapped selling low ticket programs and services. You're not making a living and you're working with clients who don't appreciate your work. Or maybe you're wasting a lot of time trying to uh, prospect and go to networking things, try to get clients. So it could be uh, very energy draining if you don't know what you're doing. For me, that tipping point since then, from even my early twenties, uh, I've never had like the 10 K a month. It's, it's never, never had like my bed every single year. I've never had a year that I've made less than a hundred K a year. That's just my, my point, right? Cause mm-hmm. from there, I, I follow the path of, and here's the thing. I think most coaches, until you get to a point where <clears throat> you feel like this is going to be my business, I'm committed to this versus, oh, it's kind of what I like to do and I kind of do it part time until I think you make the commitment and say, you know what, I'm going to commit to mastery that I'm going to learn. I'm going to treat it like a business, not a hobby, because I think most coaches, they treat it like a hobby. I treat it like a business from day one. And this one I'm going to do, and this one I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Um, I think that kind of commitment makes a big difference. Because then when you commit to mastery, now I'm going to learn the skills or the skill sets, whatever I need to develop in order to make this work. And I think that shortened my learning curve tremendously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just just telling yourself that that this is it, making the commitment is is really when you can start to 
uh, to gain some momentum 100%. and take 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 yourself seriously. Hundred、yeah. percent, and take take yeah, take yourself seriously and and trust the process. That yes, I mean it's not a. It, I'm not saying nothing. Nothing great. It's easy. It's not easy, but it is a simple business. I mean, it's a business that you can run from home without. I mean, if you follow my methodology, you don't need a lot of clients to do to make to make a very good living.、Um, that's what I'm about. Uh, I'm about the working with fewer clients and, and charging more money,、um, not because of just the money part. Because when here's what I believe: the more people pay for something, the more they value it. And that when you get a, a highly invested client, a high paying client, that they are much more committed to the process. And when you get a committed client, you are also more committed. Then when they go all in, you go all in. You just get a very, very different result, and that's why I hate about the whole idea of the free strategy session and the free do a lot of free coaching. In order to, it goes against of what I believe in,、uh, because if you've got something good. Why would you do it for free, right?、Uh, when you're doing promotion, like you know, podcasts and and videos, when you are doing one to many. Uh, marketing, self promotion—that's a different story. But when you're actually delivering your value, your work, when you're doing one on one, you should charge for it.、Mm. Well, one thing that that I see a lot of coaches talk about is you know setting smart goals or you know trying to hit certain benchmarks.、Um, what's been something that you would consider to be a favorite achievement or just your biggest win so far? That's a good question.、Uh, let me think. I would say. Biggest win? Hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I, I think about it that way, because I'm the type of guy. It's if people talk about you achieve certain things and and you, and then you 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 be happy when you get certain things.、Uh, I'm more subscribed to the philosophy of happily achieve. So throughout the process, even getting my first client, that was that was a big accomplishment to me. Right. That from not knowing anything and not having any context, getting my first client—that's great. I think hitting that first 10k a month—that、uh, was huge. Actually, I would say, you know what? That's a good question. I would say the first first 10k, 10k a month—that's、um, been phenomenal. Because I don't know how this works. I don't care how it works. But here's what I, my observation: I notice coaches when they go over that 10k a month mark, something changes. So you feel like it's sort of a mindset shift. It, it they- is. It is because less than six percent of the population makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Less than one percent of the population makes over three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year in our society. So if you think about it, if you hit a hundred k a year, that ten k or one hundred twenty k a year, you're at that top six percent money、uh, income bracket as a coach, as a, in, not just a coach in a society, in an entire population. When something like that happens, what I notice is. Coaches who go over that 10k a month, very rare, they would go back to oh making 3k a month. Somehow that 10k becomes a new comfort. So even the worst month is like 10k, or sometimes they have a bad month is 8k, but they do whatever they could to get back to that 10k.、Uh, that's what I notice.、Um, and then the next milestone would be. But here's the problem too: a lot of people they they're stuck at that 10k. They don't know how to scale because now. They're maxed out in terms of time, in terms of how to make their offers. Now they they're on the phone, they're working with clients all the time. They don't know how to escape that you know money you know money for time trap, and how to do scale that to twenty or thirty, fifty k a month. A lot of time, I see that they're stuck in that as well. Right, because people 
if it's a mindset thing, they, they maybe they get it in their mind that they're only worth a certain amount and then they have a harder time increasing the prices. Yeah, yeah. And why do you think they have a harder time increasing their prices? They've only told themselves they're worth a certain amount. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, it's never uh, an issue from the client. It's always the self-image issue. They don't, they don't believe, uh, what, what they do, what they offer is worth that kind of money. They cannot. And sometimes they either, okay, I'll share that this may be an important piece. I think a lot of coaches, they have a lot of negative associations with either marketing or, or money and that they feel like, well, but if I charge people a lot of money, then am I not doing good? And then am I not trying to help people? Am I just doing it for the money and, and this and that? So they, they're not very comfortable asking for, a lot of money and they're embarrassed to promote themselves and they feel like, well, you know, I'm, I'm humble. I don't want to kind of toot my own horn and I don't want to push myself out there in the marketplace. And I actually think that's not humble because what you're saying is, well, I'm so good. I don't have to promote myself. I'm so good. I shouldn't have to lower myself to do this marketing stuff. I'm so good. I shouldn't have to lower myself to to promote my brand. Um, that's for the lesser people. If you think about it, that's that's very egotistical. Um, and in most in most cases, they are so good they're broke. Uh, and so I, I I think yeah, you gotta the money association knowing that you don't you have to. Be comfortable asking for, for money because there's no relationship between being good at what you do and getting paid. There's no relationship. There's a huge relationship between being good at what you do, being able to promote and sell and getting paid. Uh, and, and I always believe, I mean, it's a shame. There's a lot of people out there. They need your service. They need your help. They need your gift. They need your talent. But because you don't get off your butt and you get out there and make a name and promote yourself. A lot of people's lives are not being helped. A lot of people are not being helped because of this. This is holding you back. So I have absolutely zero hesitation about promoting and getting my name out there. Because if you want to truly impact other people, first, you got to get attention. You got to turn that attention into interest, into desire, into action. So the first step is attention. Uh, so don't be, don't, don't be shy. Don't, don't shy away from that. Knowing that's what you want to do is not about uh, you know, being egotistical is the other way, the opposite. Getting it out there, helping people. That's what you should do. Now, before we move on to the part of the podcast that focuses on real action steps that coaches can take to mm-hmm. start or grow their business, mm-hmm. I want to talk about the future just a little bit. I'd, I'd like to know what you're excited about creating in your business next. Mm, that's a very good question. Uh, with me, I have like my structure is quite simple. I work with, you know, a handful of one-on-one clients. And I have a mastermind group called the uh, Deadlock Inner Circle. That's what what I do now. And so those are the two main focus that I have. But really, I think the the, the future of the coaching business is it's so great because it's what's what's happening. Is is what I believe. I don't know if people know how big the coaching business. Do you know? Uh, in together con- coaching, con- let's bundle it together. Coaching consulting together all together. This is over a hundred billion dollar industry. That's with a B. A mm. hundred billion dollar industry. And if you look at any statistics, and it's been growing every year, dramatically, right. every single year. Now, why is that? Because of the internet. Yes. Because of the internet. There's so much information out there. There's so much noise out there. Uh, companies, people, 
It doesn't matter who, like organizations, they need help. Entrepreneurs, they need help. Um, business professionals, they need coaching. So if you think about it, because there's so much noise information, they need an expert to help them filter and sort out this information and give them action steps of what to do What instead of so much noise. So we're all drowning in information, yet we're starving for wisdom. Mm. So as a coach, we're providing that wisdom. We're providing that new perspective. So I think for our industry, I'm very excited. I think it's very bright. Um, there's, I mean, there will be a lot of great coaches um, helping a lot of people. Uh, it's a great industry. Truly, truly, it's a phenomenal industry. I met a lot of, I work with a lot of different entrepreneurs just because of what I do. I have worked with so many different kinds of people from different industries, but my favorite people on the planet, coaches and consultants, because I know the type of work that they do because I'm one of them. Right. Um, the impact that they have. And I love just hanging out with them, talking with, with like how to serve, how to add value. And they just need more tools. They just need to know the know how and they could go out there and, and impact more people for sure. So mm. I think coaching business, awesome business. Well, maybe you already answered this um, when you were talking about um, that that the mastermind at the one on one coaching was your main your main business right now. Um, but it, see if there's anything else that you would like to expand on. One of the things that I like to stress to coaches is there's a lot yes. of ways online and offline to make a living as a coach. Yes. So how are you generating revenue in your business today? Okay, uh, let, let me give you a, a share a quick story with you because this would would would, would I'm going to bring home the point. Uh, I just got out the phone with a, a very well-known um, digital marketer. Uh, some might even call him an internet marketing guru. And now I can't reveal his name, but if I tell you who he is, you, you, you definitely know his name. Okay. It's very well-known. And we were just talking about our, like, kind of our business accomplishments um, in 2016 and what we've done in our business and growth and things like that. Now, here's the thing. He has over 100,000 subscribers on his list. He has over 7,200 paying customers, okay, from trial offers to low ticket offers, membership site recurring, et cetera, et cetera. He has nine sales funnel, four webinars, and 28 different Facebook ads all running at the same time. <laughs> he sends out a daily email to his daily email to his list seven days a week, right? He's spending a lot of money. A ton of money. Like we're talking a lot on, on money and effort, developing leads, converting them, you know, and, and converting less and less of them. That's he's, 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 he's struggling with that because the cost of advertising. He has over 20 plus independent contractors, 20 plus independent contractors working on his stuff. He works about 10 to 12 hours a day, about six and a half days a week. He takes half a day off on Sunday because he goes to church. Okay. Now, when we talk, he was already planning for his product launch. Uh, in one, I think in June and then one in September. Okay. And trying to get affiliates on board to promote his program, this and that. Now, here's the thing. We both generated more than seven figure in revenues from our consulting coaching business in 2016. Both did. Yet his externally successful business, let's call it that, um, generated only 10K. Listen to this. 10K more net profits than my little high ticket business. I only have 47 clients and members. Wow. That's a big difference. My simplicity business, right? 
Yeah. And, and I don't env- and absolutely I do not envy his life. He envy mine, but I don't, I don't envy his life. So I think one of the most profound questions you can ask yourself as a coach is how can you hit your in- income goal and live a life of total freedom with fewer clients? I'm very, I mean, I strongly believe less is more. Less mm-hmm. is more. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind like sharing numbers with, you know, with your listeners here. That like with my high level, uh, mastermind group, which is now 24,000 a year, 24K a year. I have 35 members in that called Denlock Inner Circle. You can go denlockinnercircle.com. You can see my members. That's one program I have. I have only 12, 12 one on one clients on average is 100K a year. That's it. That's all I have. 47 people that I serve that add value to. I don't have umpteen funnel. I don't have, I don't do a daily email. I kind of feel bad because I almost never email my people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't have 28 Facebook ad. I don't have like nine sales funnel. I don't have any of that stuff. Well, it's interesting to me though, because it feels better when, (laughs) when I hear what you're doing. It just, it feels like a, I don't know what you can take more time with people or or you're more connected to the people that you're working with. 100%. I mean, how could you, I mean, think about how could you, care and take care seven thousand people right it's just impossible and that's the problem when you're selling a low ticket program that's why i'm such an advocate when you're selling a high ticket program and offer when you charge enough now you can you can have depth you can go deep with the clients versus oh i just sell think about if you just sell them a thousand dollar thing a two thousand dollar thing let's be honest here if you sell a lot of those you they're just numbers to you Mm-hmm. They, 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 they are a, a name in your database. But how much do you actually know about your client? I can tell the 47 people that I serve, I know them extremely well. Extreme. They're like family to me, right? And not just that, like my mastermind group member, some of them have been with me two to three years. Two to three years. Right. Not six months, not three months, two to three years. My longest one-on-one client's been with me eight years now. Oh, wow. I mean, I think that's the type of, again, I'm not saying my model is for everyone. I'm just saying this is what this for me that I like to go, I like to go deep. I like to just provide the value transformation to a small selector of people. And this way I don't have to worry about versus a lot of coaches. The problem is they spend 90% of the time selling. I spend at this point of my career, I spend very little of my time selling, probably 90% of the time serving the people that I have and 10% quote unquote selling. Right. Sure. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a different model. And my life, it's, has very little stress. I have a lot of free time. I don't have to keep chasing the next prospect and keep trying to fill my funnel and anything like that. I just have to focus on how to add, how to best add value to the clients I already have. But you can't do that if you're not selling high ticket. Right. Just going deep and providing value with a smaller number of people. Mm. What, what's your favorite strategy to bring new clients into your business? Mm. I think the easiest way is, and, and, and people could talk about, oh, it's Dan, is it, is it Facebook, <laughs> right? <laughs> Everybody's talking about Facebook advertising or right. is, it, is it blogging or is it, you know, YouTube videos? Is it whatever it is, right? It's that kind of shiny object syndrome. Uh, truth is they all work. Truth, they all work. Uh, they, they all, there are coaches out there doing very well. With Facebook, with YouTube, with blog, with podcasts, they're, they're getting leads, they're getting high paying clients through those platforms. There are coaches out there losing their shirt on the same platform. <laughs> so why is that? Uh, it's not what you do. 
is how you do it. Uh, I think for most coaches, the I'll give them a kind of a, a three-step uh, system if, if I could. Pick one, any one of them. Could be Facebook, could be YouTube. Pick one channel. And then you drive them. I'm all about simplicity. Drive them to just one. How many? One. <laughs> one funnel. It could be a webinar funnel. Simply one webinar. And that's more, a lot of what my students do. Drive them to a webinar funnel. Then you get them on the phone. Now, in order to sell high ticket, you have to have conversation with people on the phone. They're not buying it from some sales page or some gimmick. Connect with people. Talk to them on the phone. Find out about their needs. Have that conversation. And from there, one phone call. Just one phone call. And then you enroll them into your high ticket offer. That's it. I don't have, like when, when, when I have people on the phone, I don't have 10 things to offer. I have one. Right. Really. You want to keep it simple. Keep it one simple front end offer, which in my case, 24K a year, or if one on one is 100K. I don't have 10 things or membership or, or four programs and two. No, I've got a front end offer, 24K, 2K a month or, 100K a year. That's it. That's all I got. Either they fit in the criteria, they fit the profile, or they don't. Either we see there's a need to work together or there isn't. It keeps my life very, very simple. Very right. simple. If it's not a good fit, I refer to some, refer them to somebody else who is a good fit. That's it. So one, one channel, one funnel, one phone call, one offer. It almost sounds too easy, doesn't it? That's what I was going to say. You know, <laughs> it's funny. I got into online business several years back and and I remember listening to Pat Flynn and yes. and his whole idea of be everywhere yeah. you know do do the podcast do the YouTube do the blog you know create the the opt-ins and it 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 feels overwhelming at times to yeah. to, to try it, to be everywhere and it's it's I, I mean I love Pat don't get me wrong it's my passive income I love his message and and there's nothing wrong with like if you want to write a book fine do that uh, if you want to be everywhere, you want to do a podcast like every day or uh, three times a week, do that. But I'm saying is when you do all of that, you have to look at the results. How many paying high, high ticket paying clients you got from those efforts? You have to monitor and look. Okay. I put in all this time. I'm doing all this because I see coaches. They spend a lot of time on social media and posting and, and you know, managing the Facebook page and all this stuff. I only ask them one question. How many clients you've gotten from that? Right. You put in all these hours. How many clients you've gotten from that? Uh, well, one, none. Hopefully next month. I mean, th- that then it's, you know, hope is not a business strategy. Right. It's, it's not, right? <laughs> so versus a much predictable result is, hey, you know what? I'm going to have one channel. I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to drive them to one webinar. And from there, I'm going to get X amount of phone call. And I know if I'm authentic and I, I have my skill, I know are you using a, even follow a proven script. Then from there, I'm going to convert X amount of people into my coaching program. Then it's just a numbers game. I talk to 10 people. I'm going to enroll two. If you are, if you're selling a 10K program, two clients, that's 20K, that's 20K a month. That's $240,000 a year. For most people, that's a pretty good starting point. Oh, absolutely. Right. And I guess, and it just depends on what you, what you're comfortable with and what you like. I mean, there's a lot of people I think that like that idea of dabbling in a lot of things. Yes. 
and yes. it and it works great for them. And yes. then for others, if that feels really overwhelming, and yes. they like the idea of of narrowing that focus. And like you said, go, going deep instead of going wide. Yes, and the difference is, I mean, I have my books. I've got as you mentioned, I've got twelve books. I've got my videos. I've got my YouTube channel. I've got my podcast. But here's the thing: I'm not counting on those things to bring me clients. I'm not doing my podcast to make money. It's my passion project. That's why I'll never have a sponsor. I don't need a sponsor. Right. Right. I mean, my YouTube, it's, you can see, I just, I just to get my work out there. I don't, it's, it's again a passion project. I don't even have my monetization, like AdWords turn on for, on my YouTube channel. Right. So it's not for that purpose. Now, do you at sometimes occasionally attract clients through that? Yes. But I'm saying you need a much more predictable and consistent way of attracting clients. So when you have that, if you have in your spare time, you like to play around with social media, you like to kind of do a podcast and, and do do all that. I, I support you 100%. But because of those me, those platforms, they're not super predictable. Just don't bet 100% like that's going to what get me all the clients that I need, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing what you know now about building successful businesses, what would you say is one action step you feel that coaches should implement this week if they're serious about growing their business? Mm, that's a, that's a good question. Let me think. I would I would say they have to get out of that. Mm, okay, I would say don't f- focus on the value. Don't don't f- don't not don't build people per hour because a lot of coaches they do per hour consultants is a billable hour. Mm-hmm. Or they buy three sessions for 250 bucks or, or whatever it might be. Um, you have to be very clear that you're not selling your time. You're not selling your time. You are selling the, the value of the outcome that you deliver. So you gotta, you gotta dis, kind of disattach yourself from, you're not trading hours for dollars. So you gotta imagine, maybe ask yourself the question, what do you imagine would have been the cost to the client had they not accepted your offer? What are the biggest sources of pain that your ideal clients hungers to solve? How do you solve their problems? So what I notice is the clients, they do not care. I mean, about the work that you do. They only care about the outcome that you help them create. So I think until you understand this, actually what you're actually selling, the value you deliver, it's impossible to charge premium prices and stand out from the crowd. So I would say, yeah, focus on the value you deliver instead of, I mean, I have, I have a, a coach in my high ticket, I have a Facebook group that people can join, right? Um, they can just go to highticketgroup.com. Uh, one of the coaches, she was charging actually three hour session for $150, right? Three mm-hmm. hour session, very typical. I just gave her some advice through just private message. So I said, we, okay, we work your offer, change a few things. And now she's, her new offer is a five, $5,000 program, just 5K. Essentially the same work. But because we're able to repackage it in a way that, that articulates the benefit of what she does, it changes the game completely. Right. Completely. She's no longer trading hours for dollars. I think that would be the, the most important action step. Uh, as I always say, you change your offer, you change your life. Truly, you change your offer, what the type of offer you get a, the people who pay you 150 bucks or $200 versus pay you 5k. I'm telling you, that's a very different group of client. Right. Very different group of client. Uh, and you don't want to sell to clients who, who, who can't afford to pay, you know, what you charge. Help them, give them podcasts, give them videos. That's stuff that doesn't take your time. Do that. I do that. But when you're working with clients one on one, when they go through your program, yeah, I like to sell to people. I would say players with money. Mm-hmm. PWM, players with money. 
So just changing, changing your mindset a little bit so that you're, you're giving good content away to people who maybe can't afford you, but, but then you're going to package up your knowledge and your expertise and you're going to put that out there for a higher price and, and draw in the people that are going to be serious and that are going to take action. Exactly. Basically, I say you can write this down. It's reach wide, position narrow. Mm. So reach wide. Uh, as wide as you could through as many platforms as you could if you want, but you position very narrow. This is what I do. It's the only thing I do. You want to, because there are only three types of coaches. You have, uh, you have, uh, me too, which is like me too. I'm the same. I'm a coach. I'm a life coach. You're a life coach. I'm a business consultant. You're a business consultant. It's a, it's a me too. Mm-hmm. Second type is me better. The, hey, you know what? She's a life coach, but I'm a life coach with more credentials. I have more experience. I work with more clients. My process is better. So me mm-hmm. better. And the best type is where you want to be. It's me only. I'm the only coach that does this. I'm the only coach that provides this value. When you can do that, then people can see, oh, yeah, she's not the same as everybody else. She only does this. But a, a lot of coaches, they're afraid. Oh, you know, can you, can you coach people on addictions? Yes. Can you coach people on limiting belief? Yes. Can you coach people on, on removing limiting beliefs around money? Yes. Can you coach people on relationship? Yes. <laughs> you coach people on everything, right? <laughs> right. So don't be afraid to, to get into a niche that, that very. maybe doesn't seem to be very popular, but it's where you can charge more, perhaps. Yeah, be very specific. Instead of, I'll give you a perfect example. Instead of saying, Hey, I'm a relationship coach. That's a high ticket sales message. You elevate a pitch. I'm a, a relationship coach. Whenever you catch yourself saying that I'm a relationship coach, I'm a business consultant and I'm a management consultant, you're leaving thousands of money on tens of thousands of dollars on the table. Instead of saying that, I'll give you an example. Don't say I'm a relationship coach. Say, Hey, you know what? I help people with, you know, um, no. Okay. I help married couples on the brink of divorce, save the marriage and we discover their passion so they can fall back in love forever again. Right. And your price, That's, your price is just increased when you said it that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, from there. And it's, it's, you can see it's very specific. It's married couples. If you're not a married couple, I'm not you. I'm not your guy. Right. right? I'm not the, I'm not the person to help you. If not, you're not on the brink of divorce. I'm not the person to help you. Right. It's so it's, it's very talking to a very specific group of people. So when people hear that, Oh, yes, I need that. Or no, that's not me. Or, Oh, my friend needs that. That's exactly what she needs. That's what you want. You don't just want, oh, I'm a relationship coach. I help people with relationship problems. What the heck does that mean? People can't relate to that. Right. right? And if they, and if, and if they do fall into that category of being that ideal client, that's going to be the person that's willing to invest in the solution that you're offering. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, what there are relationship coaches out there. I know they charge again, 50 bucks an hour, 75 bucks an hour. Right. My, one of my students in my mastermind group, uh, Cindy, uh, she charges 10K, mm. 10K for her package. Now you might say, well, well, why 10K? Well, let me ask you a question. If you, and she only focuses on working with high achievers, like entrepreneurs and executives. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're an executive, if you're at the verge of divorce, how much would that cost you? That divorce? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly when you have that comparison right. versus 10K, the 10K is a bargain. Absolutely. That's what I mean. That's the outcome you deliver. And again, you, with that, you don't need a lot of clients. One, one a month. That's 120K a mm-hmm. year. Two, three a month. 
I mean, that's life-changing money, right? Sure. Dan, this has been amazing. I mean, I've learned so much for you. And we're going to finish up now with the final five rapid-fire questions. Love All it. right. So what's one habit or skill that's helped you to become unstoppable? Morning ritual. So every morning uh, in the morning, I go through what I call a attitude of gratitude exercise. And if people have searched on YouTube, they can type in Dan Lok, attitude of gratitude. I listen to a 12 minute of gratitude kind of meditation. So every morning I start fresh and with gratitude in my life. What am I grateful for? Um, that starts my day. Uh, and that gives me energy throughout the entire day. So Definitely. Attitude gratitude in the morning. What's one quality you feel every successful coach needs to develop? The To be coachable. To be coachable. So I think every coach needs a coach. Right. Uh, and every leader needs a leader. And so I think sometimes we, we kind of preach about coaching, but a lot of coaches sometimes they don't get enough coaching right. uh, in their own lives. Recommend one book for us that's had a big impact either on your business or on your life. Hmm. The Surrender Experiment. Give us one online resource that you think coaches would love and that you couldn't do business without. Online resource. I would say my schedule once. (laughs) (laughs) To schedule appointments. That would be huge. Absolutely. Now, finally, how can our listeners best connect with you? What social platforms do you hang out on the most and what's your website? I think I would uh, suggest go just go to danlock.com, D-A-N-L-O-K.com. And they could also join my Facebook group, which is www.highticketgroup.com. You would direct them to a closed Facebook group with all the coaches, consultants, a lot of great people. You can see a lot of great things that they're doing. It's a free group. Awesome. You just need to apply to join. Uh, and we're just growing that. Uh, so, But it's already up to like 500 members or so. Um, probably by 10, would be 10,000 members by the end of this year. So a lot of great people there. I would, I would suggest just hang out there and say hi. I, I, I virtually hang out there quite a bit. Okay. Great. Well, that, that sounds like an awesome resource. Now I'll be sure to put all of the links to all of this into the show notes page. So everybody will be able to find the best way to get a hold of you. This has been such an amazing conversation. I, I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today so much. I've learned so much from this. I hope that it adds value to your audience. And yes, stay unstoppable. Thanks for joining us on the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. Be sure to head over to the website at unstoppablecoach.co where you can grab the show notes and check out all the resources and the links to the guest website and social sites. And be sure you join us every weekday when I interview another successful coach and we learn their secrets to building an unstoppable coaching business.